Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Happy Boxing Day, buddy. Oh, enjoy. Yes, yes. Enjoy. Big, big, big holiday over there in Canada, Boxing Day. You know, it's funny. Is I was thinking while, while the intro was going on, is like I need to say happy something because I feel like we, we've been saying like you know Happy Holidays, been saying Happy Merry Christmas. I feel like I have to say like something. I'm like, I wonder if there's some bullshit holiday I could say. Oh, that's boxing right, Boxing day. day. So yeah, congrats, congrats on fucking Boxing Day over there. Now, Sex Panther, I don't know if you know this, but if you ask a Canadian what is Boxing Day, what what is it? What is it all about? They say, oh, I don't know. Same thing as Americans say. What is it all about? <laughs> it's, it probably has nothing to do with boxing, knowing Canadians. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. I don't think it has anything to do with actual boxing. No, no pugilism here. <laughs> uh, that, that's what hockey's for, is they, they get their boxing fix. Um, yeah, just another Monday. The loyal, on-time DJs I like to listen to us live. It's my fault. Nobody's overslept. Max wasn't late to the show. It was me. New job. Pulling Monday stuff on me. So here we are doing the uh, Monday podcast fresh after no bowl games. Everything getting canceled. But hey, we did have NFL. So we'll get to talk about that today. You, you know what's ironic about Boxing Day, by the way, is it really started off as, as a very great holiday where uh, people were giving gifts to the poor right that's that's how that was the origins of boxing in true canadian fashion is like hey let's be nice to people and give things to the poor but in the true true canadian fashion and you know what i'm talking about canadians even though i got a truce with you you know deep down inside of who you actually are uh you just return gifts now on boxing day so Um, you know what shame on you just instead of returning gifts give them to the poor there you go. I got nothing to say to that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with the, the true Canadian way. Like this facade of Canadians being nice and, and polite. You, you know what I'm talking about, Arch. Yeah, well, they open up a gift and they're like, whoa, what are you doing there, bud? <laughs> <laughs> or, or just become somebody's gift next year. <laughs> That's it. All right. Max, NFL, what did you notice? All right, Max's week 16 touchdown point number one. Let's talk about Saturday. We had two games on Saturday, and they were two of the more interesting ones of the weekend. Uh, first up, Baker Mayfield threw three legit interceptions, and then a fourth questionable one that ended <laughs> the game for the Browns. Packers edged out a 24-22 to win over Cleveland, improving their record to 12-3 and on the season. Browns had a chance to win the game. If, if Baker didn't throw that last interception, that could have, if you watched the instant replay on that, might have been defensive holding there. They could have won the game. Either way, listen, Green Bay won the game by two points over the Browns in Lambeau while Baker throwing four interceptions. Shouldn't have that been a blowout? Like, shouldn't have this been a two, three touch? Like, really? Two fucking points? Anyway, they won. So, congrats. Another weird part of that game, though, I don't know if you guys saw this, was uh, Brett Favre begrudgingly congratulating Aaron Rodgers oh. on breaking his Packers TD record. Man, you guys want to watch cringe? You want to feel cringy? 
find that video. True mm. awkwardness. Let's of, see of, 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 ugh, it's terrible. Uh, second Saturday game, we saw the Cardinals lose their third straight game while the surging Colts have won six of seven of their last games. Arizona once had the NFC West completely to themselves, and now it's going to come down to the final few weeks to decide. I was saying this in the pre-pre-show. Um, I don't even think Maxi has this this audio of I've been high up on the Colts for a while now. I've been on the Colts bandwagon. Now everyone else is jumping on, so I'm going to jump the fuck off the Colts bandwagon. <laughs> but still, good, good win for them. Uh, point number two: Why is Arizona uh, struggling with the NFC West? Because the Rams won again. They won on the road to Minnesota, beat the Vikings thirty to twenty-three. Matt Stafford did not have one of the best games. What do you say? Twenty-second in QBR this week? Yeah, it was right around there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Sonny Michelle could not be stopped. Racked up 131 yards in a touchdown. Uh, Kirk, you know, Kirk had himself a pretty good game. Justin Jefferson, he broke OBJ's previous record of the most receiving yards through two seasons. Justin Jefferson, hell of a fucking wide receiver. But it was OBJ that was dancing in the end zone after he caught a touchdown. Rams got the win. For LA, it clinched them a playoff spot. So, uh, congrats. I think, uh, was it four out of the last five seasons or five out of the last six seasons? The Rams made the playoffs. So, congrats on that. At 11 and four, they do lead the NFC West, but. It's not going to be easy for here and out for the Rams. And for Minnesota, it kind of drops them out of the playoffs for now. And it could get worse if the Saints win tonight. We'll talk about that game in a little bit. Point number three. Yeah, uh, Tampa was pissed, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little pissed off. Uh, Bucks beat up on the hapless Panthers, winning the game 32-6. to Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, they split reps. Uh, Darnold easily performed Cam, but I mean, fuck, neither of them had a good fucking game. Uh, could not do much against that Bucks defense, just stifling all day. Uh, when Darnold hit the field, he was booed. Uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt Rule was booed. He was even there was even chance of fire Rule echoing through the Bank of America Stadium. There, not good for the Panthers. For Tampa, they clinched the NFC South for the first time since 2007. I took a look, and TB12 sales stocks uh, they were they were on the rise once again. So oh, there you go. Yeah, for all of you, all of us that have uh, the TB12 stocks. Remember, the Panthers 15 games ago thought they were a playoff team. <laughs> Imagine that. Point number four, who had Rex Burkhead this week in DFS? <laughs> Houston running back ran for 149 yards, two touchdowns, as the Texans just absolutely fucking routed the Chargers 41 to 29. That win improved Houston's record to 4 and 11 on the season. Drop the Chargers down to eight and seven. You get that feel of the same old Chargers with this team, don't you? It makes no sense whatsoever. It's a different coach. It's a different quarterback. It's a, it's a different fucking city. But the spirit of San Diego runs deep with this team for sure. Point number five, the NFC playoff picture kind of coming into focus. Five of the seven spots in the NFC are now clinched. Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams, and Cardinals, they're all in. Uh, final few spots seem to be up for grabs between a couple of teams. The Niners are in there, the Eagles, the Saints, the Vikings still in there, and fucking Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Falcons are still in the playoff hunt. Uh, Niners lost on Thursday Night Football. We saw that. Eagles, Falcons, they got wins yesterday. San Francisco got to close out the season with the Texans and the Rams. Eagles get the football club and the Cowboys. Uh, Saints, they need to beat the Dolphins tonight, and then they get – a little bit of an easier road ahead as they get the Panthers and the Falcons. Uh, Falcons, they've, they've got a matchup next week against the Bills. That makes it a little harder for them to make the playoffs. Vikings need to head to Lambeau next week, try to beat the Packers again, yeah. and then they close out against Chicago. So, the, you know, 
it's a coin flip. I think these fucking teams, I think right now you'd probably say maybe the Eagles, Niners. I mean, if the Eagles get the football club next week and then Cowboys just resting, you know, maybe the Eagles uh, sneak in there. But uh, no guarantees, but coming into focus, unlike the AFC, because point number six, the AFC is still a goddamn mess. Chiefs are the only team with a playoff spot so far, clinching the AFC East, um, the AFC West once again. 36-10 dismantling of the Steelers resulted in the game being turned off locally for me so I could watch a quote-unquote more competitive one. I was texting with uh, with the, the crew here. He's like, yeah, they just switched off the Chiefs game. I'm watching <laughs> it. They switched to the fucking Vegas-Denver game. Uh, Vegas won that one. They improved their playoff chances while I, I – Denver's not out of it, but they're kind of out of it at this point. Like Denver's got a really tough road ahead of them if they need to make the playoffs. Uh, Bills, the Bills overtook the AFC East. They beat the Patriots 33-21. Josh Allen had a hell of a game. Just kind of shredded that New England defense. Hats have now lost two in a row. Mm. But they got the Jaguars next week. That should kind of, that should improve things. (laughs) Tough game, though. Tough matchup to end the season. Dolphins in Miami. Arch knows a thing about that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bengals, they saw a career day by Joe Burrow. What did we say, 525 yards? Yeah, 525. Man. So they kind of further secured their hold on the AFC North. Cincinnati, they've got a tough road ahead. they got to play the Chiefs next week. Chiefs won what, eight in a row? Yeah, eight in a row. Great. Uh, Browns, that's their final game. So Cincinnati does not mm. have an easy uh, easy way to, to the playoffs, but they 79% chance there. So I think the Bengals probably should be able to make it. Uh Ravens just slumping though. I know that they're injured. I know they need to get healthy. If they get healthy next week, they got to face the Rams next week. Then they close out against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's still not out of it either. <laughs> they got a long shot. Uh, they need to win two division games for them to stand a chance of there. So yeah, AFC still a goddamn mess. Extra point here: the KOD cashed. I listened to the Sunday show. I did. Maxi bet against the KOD, and normally that's a sound play. But yes, even down to the last play of the fucking game, there was a chance that the KOD was going to blow it. But man, the Jaguars fucking blow. (laughs) The Jets were missing half of their defensive starters, and they still managed to hold Jacksonville to 21 points. It was only the fourth time this season the Jags scored 20 or more points. And part of the problem in this game was they lost James Robinson with an Achilles injury. Trust me, I know he was my starting running back in DFS. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, maybe Urban Meyer. He was right to bench Robinson, right? He must have known his Achilles was having issues. Maybe he just <laughs> kicked him there a few weeks ago, and he just knew that it was going to break on him. Anyway, the Jags suck. The Jets suck, but they still got the win. KOD cash. So take that, Maxie. That was Max's week 16 touchdown. All right. Sex Panther, what'd you notice? You know, I'm going to I'm going to embrace my inner Dennis Green uh, and they are who we thought they were. And I'm going to talk about several teams. We'll start with the Chiefs. I think when the season started before the season started, we did our preseason. I have the Chiefs as a Super Bowl repeat contender. And now the last three weeks, they put up 34 or more points. The offense is clicking. The defense is playing great. Uh, Sands Travis Kelsey in this game. They still managed to put up uh, over 35 points here. So uh, it looks like the Chiefs have righted the ship. I know we still kind of don't trust them or believe in them, but results are results. Look at these Chiefs go. Number two, Tampa Bay Buccaneers pretty much are who we thought they were, especially when you consider no Godwin, no Evans, no Fournette, and they still go out and put a 20-point beatdown on the Carolina Panthers. It looks like these 
better teams are tuning up for the playoffs, uh, which brings us to number three, the LA Rams. I think when the season started that you look at the paper, you look at the talent, you look at the coaching, this is a Super Bowl contender. They went through that little lull uh, where they lost three in a row and and Stafford had a little bit of interceptitis, but they, they've righted the ship. The defense is playing great. Granted, Stafford didn't have the best game yesterday, but still efficient. Most importantly, and I touched on this on the Sunday show, is the Rams' ability to run the ball. They activated Cam Akers, and he's not going to factor here towards the end of the regular season. But I do think he might factor in in the playoffs. Otherwise, there's no really reason to activate him. So the Rams, really dangerous team. Uh, Number four, those Packers. Yes, they're not impressive right now. But the veteran leadership all over the offense and defense, they find ways to win the game, even if the opponents give it to them. It's still a win. And... They're undefeated at Lambeau Field. If teams have to go to Lambeau, outside of maybe Tom Brady, the cold doesn't seem to bother him anyway. He's like Anna and Elsa. He sleeps in but, a cryogenic uh, tube. I don't know if you know this. I wouldn't. It would not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Packers. If the if the playoffs have to go through the frozen tundra, huge advantage for Green Bay. They find ways to win. Not pretty at all times, but that's what great teams do. Um, you know, number, I don't even know what number I'm on five. I didn't write anything down. I'm on the road. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. I think we had high hopes for this team. I think we thought Joe Burrow stayed healthy, stayed upright, could put up some huge numbers. And we finally saw that yesterday. You know, Joe Mixon's been playing well. Jamar Chase, rookie of the year, locked up, already engraved. But Joe Burrow throwing for the fourth highest total in NFL history in only a second season behind what is still considered by all NFL accounts a subpar offensive line. He was still sacked three times for 27 yards, but still put up 525 yards. This Bengals team has a bright, bright future. I think they still shore up that offensive line, get some healthy tight ends and wide receivers and defense. Bengals are going to be somebody to deal with the rest of the way. Number six, man, I I just don't even, Dallas. I, I know it's, one game, but this is who we saw the first half of the season. The Dallas Cowboys just clicked on all cylinders. Dak Prescott couldn't miss the first half. The game was over at halftime. They maybe could have put up 60 or 70 if they played the entire game. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys looked like they righted the ship. And, uh, yeah, that this is a team that could be very dangerous if that's who we're going to get playoff ready. Number seven, you know, Max touched on some of these names. This isn't who we thought they were, but – Man, damn it. If the Ravens, the Falcons, the Raiders, the Browns, any of these teams get on, get in the playoffs, the the NFL might have to reconsider going back to six teams, not expanding to seven. These teams are a joke and don't deserve to get in. I don't want any of them to get in, but somebody's going to get in, and that's Panthers' takeaway for week number 16. All right. Yeah, I mean, you guys alluded to it and talked about it briefly, but next week, man, the Bengals-Chiefs, that's a major game all of a sudden. This is really interesting. Because uh, mm-hmm. it's a huge implications because the Titans don't have necessarily a tough schedule going forward, and if they can go two and zero and the Chiefs go one and one, the Titans all of a sudden are the first place team in the AFC. Yeah, same thing. We were talking about that in the, in the pre pre show was yeah. that uh, that's exactly what the Titans need as well, right? And um, you know, I'm jokingly jumping off the Colts bandwagon and might be jumping on the Titans bandwagon because if they get that that bye week. 
and they get a healthy Derrick Henry back for the playoffs, that's a dangerous fucking squad. We saw they can still run the ball without Derrick Henry. But then you add him to the mix. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's just not even fair. Uh, I, I I like what I'm seeing from the Chiefs, uh, you know, defensively especially. Uh, we did not see that coming, you know. Like I mean, I've I've been high up on Spags uh, for a while now. You love Spags forever. I I do. No, I I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Spagnola. Um, but I mean, what they did to the Steelers yesterday, it really did sound like they were just reading over the shoulder of the playbook <laughs> yeah. to see what they were doing offensively. It was it was ridiculous what they did de- uh, defensively. And then without uh, Kelsey, Mahomes kind of almost, I'd say, matured in this game. Like yeah. The fact that, you know, he's like he had to find other options out there. I think it actually was good for him not to have Kelsey out there for a week. You know, it was, was kind of like in, you know, in, in Rocky uh, where, where, you know, he's he's uh, training to, you know, not battle left handed. And then it's like, oh, wait, now I can fight left handed. <laughs> right. Mm. That's going to be Kelsey. He's going to be the uh, the southpaw when he comes back. You heard so. it. Matt and Max said it. And Kelsey's holding the Chiefs back. You heard him. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Listen, I had to trade him off my my, my fantasy team. So I had to shed that dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think I think him returning is going to be a, a sensational. But uh, really, they, that that gave Mahomes a chance to really expand his options out there, and that, that's going to be dangerous moving forward. Yeah, I think it gets rid of that tunnel vision. Sometimes these quarterbacks can just get locked on, fixated, and you take away their their number one receiver, and it gets them more involved with the other players. Although you're seeing the opposite effect with a guy like Kyler Murray. You take away DeAndre Hopkins, and this guy can't complete a pass to save his life. The Cardinals team has not been the same with those injuries, particularly DeAndre Hopkins. So, um, yeah, this is – it's a – Tough sledding for these Cardinals now. Three in a row, going to find themselves in a wild card. And, uh, you know, those that Chiefs-Bengals game that you talked about, it's a big game for both of them. But uh, those Bengals, this is the division for them, right? They, they win this game. Uh, it could propel them up to the two seed, depending on what the Titans do. They're already the three seed, but they lose that game. And now they're back down there with that you know, the conundrum of people battling for the wild card. So a uh, big, big, huge game. That is. I mean, I guess put a feather in it that the Ravens have to play the Rams next. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be a wild next week's going to be wild. I can't wait for it. Can't wait. All right. Let's take a breather. Hey, let's talk about odds jam developed by Stanford engineers. You know, those, those smart guys. Odds jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities using the fastest real time data. They spot discrepancies between different sports books, help users place profitable bets. Those profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch, just the smartest betting software on the market. Get used to winning with Odds Jam. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. 
Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Monday night football. They saved the best for last. Ah, man. Listen, um, it, things got so bad for the Saints at quarterback that they called both Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers to see if they were interested in suiting up for Monday Night Football this week. <laughs> both guys politely declined. They didn't get so desperate to give Jay Cutler a call because you know that dude's wife would kick his ass off the couch and make him show up in New Orleans to suit up. Uh, instead, they have rookie Ian Book. A guy, Notre Dame, that, maybe. a guy that Panther probably knows a thing or two about. He, he should be right at home wearing a gold helmet this week. The most winning quarterback in Notre Dame history, etched in history with legends such as Ron Paulus and Brady <laughs> Quinn. Where's Deshaun Kaiser fit in this? Nowhere. Not, nowhere <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Book gets the nod against a Miami team that's won six games in a row, sits at seven and seven with an eye on a playoff spot. He's going to have uh, veteran Blake Bortles backing him up. And if things go really wrong, I just found out. Do you know who the emergency quarterback is for the Saints? No. It's Alvin Kamara, which actually kind of makes sense if you think about it. They oh. just shelled out a ton of fucking money for Taysom Hill to be that utility knife out there. So you know what? They better get some ROI on Kamara's contract as well. Oof. Throw him out there at quarterback, see what he can do. Uh, too many unknowns in this game, right? I, I, it kind of makes it a little unbettable for me. On the surface, it's easy to say the Dolphins are going to win this one, that, that they're going to you know, blow this team out. But at times, that Dolphins offense struggle. And part of it is they've got a terrible, terrible, terrible offensive line. I think New Orleans defense is still pretty good out there. I think they can put some pressure on Tua. I think they can give you know have him have a rough day. So... You also look at that Miami team. They got lazy against the Jets last week. So I don't think this is a slam dunk for Miami. I'm not going to bet this one, but I almost did. I, I lean on the Saints at home getting those points. I'll bet it. I've, I've been drinking the Dolphins Kool-Aid, particularly Tua Tagliavoa for the last month or so. You know, the, a guy that really they were talking about shipping him out, bringing in Deshaun Watson. This guy has got all the pressure on his shoulders, and he's answered the call. He, he was without Devontae Parker for the longest time. He's back. They really don't have anything resembling a running game, but that defense and Tua's arm have kept the Dolphins in a lot of games. I believe they've won, what, five in a row now. Uh, and, and they're it deep into this playoff hunt. The Saints, quarterback questions aside, the thing that makes me nervous here is this, this line really hasn't moved. Vegas is very happy with three and a half. Ian Book, although a rookie, is no slouch. He's a, he's a very 
smart quarterback. He studies a playbook. I'm sure he'll come out. The question will be, what will Sean Payton throw out there and let him do? Uh, throw caution to the wind because the Saints are also battling for a wild card spot. I think there's just too much consistency with that Dolphins offense. They should be able to get out a win here by more than three and a half. I'll put $25 on the fish. All right, you only have to lay three. The three and a half is evaporating fast. I can only find Pinnacle holding on to the three and a half now. Most everybody's at three even. With the hook, and just I just feel like uh, who knows what could happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Saints here, plus the th- or lean the Saints here, plus the three and a half. A little too unknown, but it does feel like, hmm, I don't know, it feels like the Saints might uh, be able to right? keep it close. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there's something off about this yeah, one. And yeah. it's, again, like just look, I saw this, and like, my instant reaction was Dolphins. Right, that's my instant fucking reaction here is like Dolphins 3 on the rope, fine. But then it's just like, man, like you look at some of their offensive numbers, and yeah, two, two is having a very good season. But they, they, they stall out at times. You know, I, I love that metric of mine, the points per minute thing. Dolphins don't score. Like, I mean, <laughs> their, their defense does put them in position at times. They have some short fields. You, you look at uh, some, some of the times where they have you know, put up some points. It's, it's you know, they're not necessarily scoring the touchdowns so i i don't know man i think the saints defense could put some pressure on on Tua out there and anything can happen in the what i don't even know what they call the superdome anymore it's, it's is it mercedes still mercedes whatever yeah i don't, I don't know what the fuck it is. some crazy shit can happen there so uh it, it should be a fun one i'm actually I'm looking forward to it i, I want to see what ian book does out there we saw yeah. uh, was uh, jake Fromm fucking shit the bed yesterday oh. for the giants so so I, i'd like to see uh you know maybe we have another davis mills on our hands i just have a hard time envisioning that it's going to be a blowout I, either side so i think it's going to be close i think it should be kind of interesting we'll just we'll see good luck panther uh do my very best <laughs> the association are they playing yeah they should be playing okay yeah, they, okay they, 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 i they're dragging fucking players in left and right. I mean, the fucking Celtics is, dragged in forty-year-old Joe Johnson. Oh, so. oh, nice. This is where this is where the G League went down when they shut down. They just went to the NBA. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, we're seeing a lot of that, and I mean, oh boy. Uh, first game up for me, I want to talk about is Utah at San Antonio. Spurs have won four of their last five games, kind of slowly creeping towards that five hundred mark again. Uh, get the unenviable task of hosting one of the best teams in the league tonight, Utah. They've won three in a row. They've improved to 23 and nine on the season, but they're going to be without Donovan Mitchell, which should give San Antonio a chance to win. Now, granted, the best player for the Spurs, DeJounte Murray, he's going to miss the game as well. But it hasn't really been the offense that has been keeping the Spurs afloat here. It's, it's their defense. You look at their defensive efficiency and their opponent's uh, effective field goal percentage over the last week or so. Best in the league. Popovich got to be smiling because that's what won them championships all those years was their their ability to play defense. And now they've kind of clamped down defensively. So if there is a value play today and a possible upset, I think this could be the one. I'm I'm getting a pretty nice payout here. So $10 money line bet on the Spurs. Yeah, without DeJounte Murray, I really don't know where the Spurs get their scoring from. You know, they play pretty good defense. They they competitive on the defensive side with rebounds and steals, but on the scoring end of it, they just don't have a lot uh, without DeJounte Murray. Um, Scott, same could be said for the Jazz. Without Mitchell, uh, Rudy Gobert, I mean, he's a blocking machine, a rebounding machine, but he doesn't really score a lot. But I still think the Jazz are deeper. I'm assuming I don't, I don't have anything in front of me so we'll see how deep they are i don't know how many guys are missing on 
COVID, but I still think the Jazz on on the surface are a deeper team. So I will lay the touchdown and put a dime on the Jazz. All right. I agree with you, Max, 100%. I, I like the looks of this one. If there was a team that I thought was going to pull an upset, it probably was the Spurs. So if, with seven points, uh, it's too many to ignore. I'm just going to take the seven points. Give me uh, the Spurs for you know 1%, 10 bucks plus seven. I like this. Hey, all three of us bet on the same game and all different bets. Yeah. <laughs> it really happens. Uh, last one up for me. I want to talk this Brooklyn at Los Angeles game. That's going to be without Kyrie Irving for this game. How, how will they exist without Kyrie? I just I can't believe that Kyrie is going to miss this game. But seriously, no, Kevin Durant's going to be out for them. So I mean, James Harden's going to need to lead the way alongside a bad band of third stringers. But after playing in Houston the past few seasons, he's kind of used to that. Uh, one of the players, though, that has been really shining for Brooklyn with all these absentees has been Patty Mills, former San Antonio Spurs, is playing really good basketball. So I think between Harden and Patty Mills, they, they really have a chance to take it to this Clippers team, a Clippers team that's going to be without Paul George. Because now he's on the scrap heap. He's dealing with an elbow injury. And you know that Kawhi Leonard's just hanging back there, collecting his paycheck, watching the carnage unfold, maybe at a strip club, and saying, fuck, how can I sign with the Warriors someday? <laughs> uh, for this game, though, again, I think the Nets, the Nets can grab the win. No PG. I just don't like this Clippers roster very much. Harden, Patty Mills, they should be way more than enough to get Brooklyn the win tonight. So a $10 money line bet on the Nets. Yeah, without Paul George, shocker, no Kawhi. So Paul George has had all this weight, all this pressure on him to carry this Clipper team. It's no surprise that he eventually was going to get injured or uh, you know, the COVID is going to bite its lip here. Outside of Paul George, I don't know where there's, the scoring is going to come from. We, we've kind of been railing on this Clipper team all season long. They really lack depth at all the positions of uh, the minus two almost feels like a little trappish just because I think the, the uh, bets are better or, you know, suited to be without guys like Durant and Kyrie doesn't matter. He's been all season. He hasn't played. So I think Harden is, is the best player on the floor. He's the difference maker. That's all that's going to matter here. I will put $10 on the bets. All right. It's minus uh, three and a half now. That's the best we can well, find. Vegas, Vegas agrees. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to lean the Clippers in this one. It just feels like hmm, I'm just scratching my head trying to figure out this line, and I can't quite make sense of it. So I'll lean the Clippers in this puzzling line plus four. All right. That's it for me. Panther, you got anything else? I actually do not. You got nothing? I'm at a disadvantage here. Okay. Here, let me. I can scroll through it real quick and find something here. Well, we'll do talk about. Me, do you want me to talk about uh, uh, the Boston game that's that you can a, take I'm Minnesota a, on? I'm going to talk about this one. Uh, you know, plus nine. I'm seeing plus nine. I'll jump on. I'll jump I mean, there, on Minnesota. There's no D'Angelo <laughs> no Russell. There's no Carl uh, Anthony uh, Towns, and there's no Anthony Edwards. All three of those guys are out for the Timberwolves. I'll still take Minnesota oh. plus the nine. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no chance. Did no see, way. Did you see what happened with that Celtics game against the Bucks? Oh my God, just atrocious. They were up you know, 19, 19 points. Yeah, but that's uh, that's the Celtics and that's the Bucks. I was looking, I was looking to see if the Raptors were playing because if the Raptors are playing, I'm laying the points. This team, they literally are a G League team, but they're not playing today. They're not playing today. I am going to bet Minnesota for real plus plus the nine. I, I do want a piece of that, so I'm laying that uh, ten bucks on the T Wolves. I, you know, I, I was watching that Celtics game on Christmas Day, and I'm just wondering when when uh, when 
Jason Tatum actually elbowed uh, Brown in the face. Like, was that on purpose? Was, was, was that was that was an accidental knock his tooth out? I mean, you know, I, I don't know this. Uh, this team, man. Uh, how about under Spurs versus Jazz? Um, yeah, probably. I think the Spurs, if they're going, you know, they're going to keep it close. They got to keep that, uh, you know, a low-scoring game. No, no, Dejounte Murray. No, uh, Donovan Mitchell is probably under. Uh, but yeah, the Celtics team. I just, I can't. Maybe they have the lead, and and but nine seems too many for this Boston team. Yeah, without Minnesota having all their stars, I really don't know who's on the floor without those three. And Boston, I don't think you can trust Boston against anybody, let alone minus nine. So I'll lean, I'll lean the T Wolves, but this is a no bet. There you go, um, Jazz Spurs. Yeah, I think that goes under. I really do. I'm probably under by like five points. Uh, Clips versus Nets <laughs> under. <laughs> I don't know, man. I th- I, th- I think uh, J- James Harden's gonna have a fucking field day today. He might put up fifty. Like I'm, I'm not even joking. You start looking at player props for what James Harden's gonna do today. Uh, that that Clippers team, that, that man, that's gonna be ridiculous out there. Two sixteen. All right, Panther, you got a feel for that one? Yeah, you know, with all the stars missing, what what is the total? Two fifteen. Two sixteen and a half. Two sixteen and a half. Yeah, I mean, you would have to lean the under there, but um, with so much COVID protocols and so many players, like it's the NBA is just damn near impossible to bet right now. <laughs> seems like it more impossible for us. Max, we talked about football. We talked about basketball. Uh, we talked about you know next week matchups just a little bit. And there's some exciting games coming down the pipe, but that is it. That is it. Download the DGEN's app for Android or iOS. Unless you think about our picture, it picks anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. No KOD, no almost any agreement whatsoever on my play. So I'm standing out here on the island with a Panther parlay. We're going to take those Brooklyn bets. Max did agree me up on that one. Uh, the Utah Jazz and the Miami Dolphins. Put those three together. That'll be today's Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Give us a shout out. We'll shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.